Fantasy Managers, hello, welcome back and a massive thank you for all the support you've given us recently. Once again, if you look to either Instagram or Twitter on either at Esports Live Now or the Gurus pages at FPL underscore Addicts, you would have seen that we are now the number one fantasy football podcast in the UK, which is an unreal achievement and couldn't have been done without you guys. So a massive thank you for all your support and to our 800 plus member community. But anyways, hello and welcome back to the Match Day 2 review show and the Match Day three preview show and the story so far fpl addicts euro 2020 powered by esports live podcast a lot has happened this week and i'm very excited to get into it and dissect it all so we'll introduce the usual culprits for the show today minus the guru who unfortunately can't be with us but will be appearing via video so we'll start with my right hand man in the commentary box it's ollie or at ollie walk appeal on instagram how are you doing today mate yeah really good thank you mate obviously the weekend was slightly soured by a rather dour and lethargic England performance, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a bit. But, you know, my fancy week went okay, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But here's the reminder at the start of every podcast, it's coming home. Well, yeah, that's, still that's fair enough. It mate. still is. Yeah. It still is. Can't knock the um the optimism, mate, at all in any way, shape or form. So, um, yeah, at least you're consistent with it all and one little small bump in the road doesn't change your mindset at all. So that's brilliant, mate. But um, we'll move on to Statman Dave now, who's Belgium is still high flying for Statman Dave, you know, two wins from two. So uh, how are you, Dave? Yeah, going OK um, in life in general. But uh, yeah, horrible, horrible week for me in, uh, in Euro fantasy. We'll, I'm sure we'll discuss that a little bit later, but probably my worst performance of all of the EPL season in Euro so far. Well, there's always, you know, there's only one way up from there then, Dave. So um, the only way is up for you. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into some discussion later about your week and how you went and, you know, sort of strategies as we move forward into the, um, you know, sort of like the, the playoff version of the tournament, isn't it? The tournament style football that we all um, have, don't really have much experience with. So we'll get onto that a little bit later. And finally, on the on the panel today, we've got Jack from Esports Live. How are you, mate? Yes, Elliot, very good. Um, you're obviously a bit like Ollie, but um, you know, still it's still coming home. We're not going, we're not not at home yet, so we're still going. Um, obviously, not too happy about the result and the performance, but you know the uh, the kickoff times here in Australia aren't great, and you put a good shift in and and you get out a nil niler. It's not a, not the best feeling, but good to be back on the podcast and looking forward to getting getting stuck into the preview for uh, match day three. Yeah, and we we will move on to to ask Ollie. Well, I'll ask you about England now, and what was quite a um an upbeat and happy review of the game last week against Croatia. Um, surely going to be a little bit soured, as you say, with the performance against Scotland. But what did you sort of make of it, and and England's sort of half performance, I would call it. Yeah, obviously we watched it together, didn't we, Elliot? And we had literally nothing to shout about. First of all, though, credit to Scotland. They deserve the point, and some people would argue that they deserve more than one. Uh, they deserved all three, but obviously, John Stone's header hit the post. If that goes in, you know, I'm sounding like Captain Obvious here. If that goes in, it's a completely different game. We probably go on to win that two or three nil, like we all expected to, but hit the post. Scotland got a little bit lucky, but yeah, they held their own. Obviously, O'Donnell forced Pickford into a really good save, um, which was their best chance of the game. And I thought throughout the rest of the game, we sort of cancelled each other out a little bit, which was. A little bit disappointing because you sort of thought that the players that England had out in the park should be beating a team like Scotland, really. But no, Scotland played up to the occasion. Billy Gilmore was absolutely quality uh, for me. I saw earlier this week he got a four rating on Sky Sports for his performance. He did four, not. Four out of ten. Wow. Who um, was rating that? I, I, <laughs> I don't Merson. know. I don't know who was rating it. But um, 
Yeah, they need to give the head a wobble because he was brilliant. Um, wow. He, he was got man started in the match as well, didn't he? He got started in the match, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and, and he, more, he more than deserved that too. But, you know, Southgate really didn't put his best. Always the team that he should have put out there. How Jaden Sancho has not got it now and how Grealish is only getting 15 minutes is beyond me. But I guess there's a reason why he's the manager. And uh, obviously I'm not. But anyway, we go into the Czech Republic, hopefully win there and, you know, get some momentum back for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, definitely. And Jack, you know, the, the guru's not on tonight, so we can slate Harry Kane all we want without any sort of like death stares. But um, he just looks a little bit off the mark at the minute, doesn't he? Just not as the, the, the Harry Kane that we saw this season, you know, top goal scorer, top assister. He just looked a little bit lethargic and even a little bit unfit, I thought, in, in the match. Yeah, it's, listen, it's not um, going his way at the minute, and nor England's way. He's not getting he's not getting the service more more than anything as well. Um, but he's not getting in those positions where we where we know he's absolutely um, ruthless and he's um yeah it's it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch, and it was obviously uh, infuriating against Scotland. Him not putting any uh, any goals away. Um, we're all anticipating a hat trick from him or or some sort of genius. But yeah, Harry Kane's not uh, not the man on fire at the moment. Yeah, I'm sure it will come back to him. If there's any player in the team that you want a, a chance to fall to, it's going to be him. So, um, yeah, hopefully he can get firing against the Czech Republic and start his account for uh, for Euro 2020. But um, Dave, you know, as we mentioned before, Belgium, they're on fire at the minute. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is back. Looks, you know, he just makes that team so, so much better. They obviously went down 1-0 pretty early on, which wiped out their clean sheet for a lot of a lot of fantasy teams, including myself. But um, what did you sort of make of the game? Yeah, well, as you said, a bit of a come-from-behind performance. They were on the back foot early, but, um, yeah, not you know, I suppose it's one of those games you had to, to grind out the result to make sure you get top spot. And, you know, as far as, yeah, you, you sort of mentioned De Bruyne getting plenty of match time and looking pretty good. And then, um, you know, Lukaku, you know, the guy I, I've been sort of backing as my captain so far, um, had a decent game, but, you know, couldn't actually turn it into a fantasy score, which is a bit frustrating. Um, but, yeah, you know, they got... You know, one more game to go and they're looking looking good to, to go deep into the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely not a team that I want to be facing anytime soon. So um yeah, they're looking like they're they're pretty decent. But uh, another team that I don't want to face anytime soon is France, Ollie. And you know, they were stunned uh, away at, at Hungary, weren't they, in Budapest, um, with a one all draw, which I don't think many fancy managers anticipated, yourself included, which we will get onto later with your team, considering your um did you end up going a triple up on defenders? I did. Two of them started as well. One of them didn't even start. I can't remember. I can't even remember Luke who it Hernandez. was. That few me. Yeah, it was. You're right. Luke Hernandez was. Uh, you know, he started on the bench, which was kind of frustrating. Uh, I had Varane and Kimpembe alongside that as well, and I just, you know, in the words of Gary Neville, this was the banker. This was the one that couldn't fail, and yet it failed. Couldn't believe it. Um, obviously, they scored right on the uh, in the shadows of half time. To be honest. Um, Fiola um, scored for them, Attila Fiola, um, who plays for uh, Ferovar. Uh, I'm assuming that might be in Hungary. I've never heard of the club before. They're not even in the, um, I've not even heard them from even the Conference League or, or whatever. Um, yeah, Hungarian. They are Hungarian. So playing in his native Hungary and he's just scored one of the most important goals in his career. And fair play to Hungary. Obviously, they weren't expected to go and, and get a point from that against the current world champions, but they have done and they've shaken that group right up, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think it's that time people start looking away from a Kylian Mbappe and more towards a, an Antoine Griezmann who did manage to get himself on the score sheet as well? Mbappe, again, has failed to, to register a goal. I don't think you look away from Mbappe, but you might want to broaden your horizons because obviously, if Mbappe is a bit like your performance today, obviously we had a game ourselves and 
you know, you admitted you're, you you didn't play at your best, but you still grabbed the winning goal. And Mbappe's like that. You just need one moment and you're back in the game. You can have a poor game and you can still grab the winner and grab the headlines. So I think Mbappe is still one that, you know, you could do with having in. But, you, you know, you don't want to just look at Mbappe. You might want to have a look at potentially a Griezmann or, you know, even a Olivier Giroud if you're that way inclined. But, you know, have a look at some other options. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have to ask Reedy about that if he gets on the podcast a little bit later. He's obviously shared his thoughts and feelings for Mbappe and um, might have a little romantic relationship like the guru does with Gundogan and Harry Kane foreman because he's always uh, talking Mbappe up and everything. But um, we'll get on to our last little snippet now. And Jack, you've spoken a lot about Germany on the podcast and how dangerous they are in, you know, knockout tournament football. And they've shown it once again, you know, beating Portugal 4-2. You know, no one really um, expected. I don't think it's safe to say that, that anyone expected for them to beat them 4-2, but, um, you know, especially after they lost to France. But, you know, they've managed to do it and, you know, they're looking, they looked fairly decent, didn't they? Yeah, I think um, everyone was, like, like you said, everyone was a bit surprised by what happened, the result, um, especially with Germany not really um, having a number nine in the team. I think it was obviously a, a big kind of shock to even grab four goals. Um, so, yeah, obviously took a couple of own goals in there. Um, Havertz obviously looking good as well, um, and uh, the the left wing back uh, Gosman, which you know no one really knew who he was or what he was capable of, but he seems to bed himself in really nicely. Now he lo- he looks the part. He came away with um, what was it assist and a goal, um, and Jimmy looked you know took all three points there against a Portugal team, which the assets in there Ronaldo and Yota, um, you know grabbing grabbing goals and assists, which you know didn't turn up on match day one, did they for us? But um, in terms of that, well, Yotta didn't. Um, so yeah, Jimmy looked good. Muller looking great in there. Um, he just creates an after score, but his movement around the pitch is, you know, he, that's why he's in that national team. That's why he's a legend for Germany, and he looked he looked really good. And obviously, Kimmich, uh, right wing back, he he can play centre mid if he wants. He he looks he, he looks the goods. He's like a Rolls Royce of a player. Him, and he's um, obviously out on the right hand side. So dangerous as a team. Um, obviously, looks a lot better than what they did in match day one, grabbing the goals. But Germany assets, I'm definitely looking at them going into this match day, for sure, because obviously I know they'll be wanting to uh, step up and they're playing against uh, Hungary in there, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely one to look at. And Thomas Muller's labelled him Thomas Golsons now. So, um, you know, he's he's back at it with the with the wow. nicknames and everything. But um, that wraps up the, uh, the, the review of, of match day two. And we will move on now and we're going to start with the Guru's team. Jack, I think you've got a question for him, mate, and we'll just review it. So um, take it away. Yeah, I'll just get him up now. This is what he, uh, he said earlier. Oh. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> Four and a half minutes. Okay, Guru, just a couple more things, mate. Obviously, looking at your team and your thoughts going into match day three. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking in there, mate? Yeah, look, it's a tough one. I've, I've had a uh, a pretty good round this this one, um, so I just need to get the balance right um, for this third match day. You know, work out do I really need to use my wild card, or can I get away with you know with using two transfers um, and then saving that wild card for the later stages? I think there's two strategies at the moment. Um, you either use your wild card now, match day three, get it done, especially you know if you've used your limitless in the second round because you've effectively had. You know, a free chip wild card in game week one with unlimited game week two uh, with limitless, and now game week three, and then in the knockouts you get in a fourth wild card, um, and then you just have to plan your, you know, your, your strategies and your transfers on uh, you know having as many players in the later stages as possible. So that's that's one way of looking at it, or a second way 
Um, you can save your wildcard now if you've used your limitless. Use the free wildcard you get in the uh, in the knockouts and then use the, the wildcard that you've got for the final and then pick a team you think is going to win the final and pick that full 11. Um, in terms of myself, I'm in two minds at the moment. I really want to use that wildcard, but you know, there is heavy rotation and so I'm in the uh, I'm in the paid league as well myself, and I'm in a lot of uh, a lot of mini leagues competing. So you know, a bit of me is, is in two minds. So I want to wait to that final when I might really need eleven players on the park from one nation. So yeah, currently, uh, you know, need to need a way up who who I think is going to play. But I'm, I'm yeah probably swaying more towards that that wild card um, just to get a, a fresh eleven. But you know, I really got to study uh, the eleven players and or fifteen fifteen man squad and make sure it's it's players that are definitely going to play as well. So at the moment, I'd probably say, yeah, swaying towards that wildcard strategy and then work transfers in towards the uh, towards the finals. Yeah, nice. And is there any uh, dead set starters for you in this in this potential wildcard chip for you? Yeah, look, if I, if I do it, I'm liking Perisic uh, for Croatia. I'm, gonna, I'm really going to look at teams that, um, you know, need to qualify and need results. So, you know, potentially Germany on the last day against Hungary. Um, you know, the, the Croatians need a result against Scotland. Likewise, Scotland needs something out of Croatia. So, you know, the likes of John McGinn, Perisic um, are in there. Um, Yarmolenko for Ukraine. Um, I'm even going to look at England still. Obviously, and they're on four points, but I still think they need a, a result um, just to get the fans on side. So, your Jaden Sancho's. Probably be looking at a, a defender for England as well, one of the centre-backs, or maybe even Pickford. Um because England are, you know, still keeping a couple of clean sheets, so you know, that that's going to be my sort of aim. Is those teams, um, you know, your, your Belgians is going to be a tough one. Obviously, the big hitters from Belgium. Um, you know, I don't really know who they're going to play. It's it's hard to judge. They've already got six points. The same as Italy. So you know, I probably will avoid tripling up on uh, on those teams, um, and I'll be looking more towards the, these teams that need to qualify. Might even look at Sweden as well. Um, there was a couple of players that impressed me the other night. Um, you know, in their defence, you've got Forsberg who scored the pen, um, you know, and that that's uh, one that's on my radar too. And they need three points. I think they got uh, Poland in the last game, so um, you know they're they're the sort of teams I'm going to aim for. Is is the ones that need to qualify? Yeah, nice. And there's even um, you know like Isaac up top for um, for Sweden as well. He looked really really handy, and I think he's one who's on the radar for a lot of people, even uh, in the, in the real club world in clubland as well I'm sure they'll be eyeing him up because he was really impressive yeah he looks brilliant doesn't he the striker in the um the first round he uh could have had a couple of goals against Spain and you know looked brilliant in the uh in the Slovakia game so yeah he's definitely one to keep you know on as well um so you've got three strikes because Sweden need the need the three points so yeah I agree with that one Jack definitely one to to look at all right, spot on. Well, thanks for your insight there, Guru. And we'll uh, catch you on the next, on the round of 16. Hopefully England will be joining us there. Looking forward to it, lads. And it's still coming home. <laughs> I think just about all of us have, have said that on this podcast so far. But, um, you know, the Guru's named pretty much every team under the sun there, hasn't he, that he's getting in, <laughs> into his team. So um, I am quite interested to see what he's um, going to end up doing. But, um, yeah, it's just worth pointing out just quickly that um, unfortunately the Guru has missed out on the manager of the match day because he got 67 points and he subbed on Luca Hernandez for Thomas Munier, who um, 
who got two points and it would have kept him on top, which has led to um, Marco Skokic and Leo Bryan, who um, actually tied this week um, for the for the manager of the match day. And they'll play off in match day three for the prize of 30 Aussie dollars um, for 68 points this week. So, yeah, if, if the guru had stuck with, with Mounier, then he would have been able to get that. But, um, yeah, definitely watch watch closely this little playoff sort of thing in, uh, in match day three, and it will be really interesting. And, you know, hats off to the, the managers of the match day, I guess, because that's, um, you know, 68 points. It's a very, very decent score. But we'll move on to, uh, to our teams now, back in the present world and not listening to the guru through a screen, uh, trying our best to... to to not fall asleep as he names every team playing in the competition that he's going to get in. But, um, you know, that's what he's here for. I do think it's worth mentioning while I'm, while, um, while I'm still here and Jack's not telling us about his team that you can't have 11 players um, from one team on the final. I noticed that he did say that. So you can't have 11 teams from England for when they make it. You can have a maximum of eight. So um, it is worth just pointing that out. So uh, the Guru's led you on a little bit there with a little bit of false information. <laughs> but um, Jack, we'll get onto your team now. And out of everyone here, you have scored the most points this week. It was 50 points uh, for you this week. So um, what did you make of it? Yeah, um, it was a, it was a tough week, wasn't it? I mean, the, the what use the uh, the limitless chip. Um, obviously, the the trend everywhere on on Twitter, everyone was using the limitless chip and kind of jumped in, and it became quite um, obviously a bit of a template team for everyone. Very similar assets, um, you know, with the likes of Donnarumma in goal, uh, the Italian backline, uh, Dumfries from the Netherlands. Um, you know, Wijnaldum, Insigne, um, and then obviously Mbappe, Mbappe and Lukaku up top. And then there was obviously a couple of different um, players picked. You know, a few more Ukrainian assets were picked here, then everywhere. I went for Malinovsky in midfield instead of Yamalenko, which obviously didn't go well down for me. Uh, so he got subbed off quite quickly uh, after he finished on zero after missing the penalty. Uh, he absolutely killed me there, to be fair. Um, and then, yeah, my, my captain choices were were tough in there. You know, getting 50 wasn't too bad. I kind of scraped through, but I think, um, yeah, the captain choices weren't great to choose from uh, with Insignia blanking, uh, followed by Lukaku, followed by Harry Kane, followed by Mbappe. So, um, yeah, didn't choose great in there, but Perisic was probably the pick out of that. And thanks to the guru for that one. I'll, um, you know, every credit to him for suggesting him. So I, I put him in on the last second, along with uh, the not so good pick with uh, Hernandez, who uh, I did bring in. Uh, thinking he was going to start and then uh, missed that one because I already transferred him in from uh, Mounier. So I lost out on two points. So, But it wasn't, it was neither here or there. It wouldn't have made a massive difference for me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the Denzel Dumfries there, as we can see in your defence, he got the, the most points from, from your team this week. And he's been really, really good so far. You know, he scored... And um, you know, lots of goals, lots of assists so far for uh, for only two games, which is which is really really good to see. So, do you think he's yeah. sort of um, an essential heading into this match day? You know, they've got North Macedonia, so you'd like to hope that he would, um, you know, maybe not get on the score sheet again, but be able to do something other than a clean sheet as well. Yeah, you hope he's going to contribute with a, you know at least a clean sheet if possible, uh, and if he's obviously getting forward and uh, and contributing, even better, right? Yeah, look, he's he's looked really nice, hasn't he? He's, you know, on that right hand side, he's getting involved, he's getting forward. So um he's definitely one that, that I'm gonna be looking at for my team. And you mentioned Perisic as well, as as the guru said, as one of his twenty players that he listed in his video. He's looking quite good, isn't he, as well, um, for, for Croatia. He looks, you know, a little bit um a little bit quiet against England, but um, you know, the, the defence sort of dominated that game. But he's definitely one that's, you know, worth looking at, do you think? 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. If you've got the, uh, if you, you know, if you're playing your your wild card or you're doing a limitless chip, um, I think definitely a Perisic shout to go in there. Um, you know, he, he came out of the uh, out of into the second half, absolutely, absolutely firing. Um, got his goal, which is an absolute screamer as well. Um, so yeah, if if you can get him in, have a look at him and, and bring him in. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. But we'll, we'll just go over quickly. We've got a live comment from Ozpike, and he says, "I'm wildcard match day three. The options to have at least six confirmed starters in the first game is too good to pass up on, with lots of rotations expected." And Ollie, what do you sort of make of that? Are you um, agreeing with Ozpike in that you know wildcard's the way to go for match day three, or are you going to pass up the opportunity? Oh, it's one that I've thought about, um, especially with the transfers I've made. I think I've you know, jump the gun a little bit there and I regret the transfers that I've made. But I will advise to ignore it for now. Um, I think that you've just got to stick with your guns on this occasion for match day one. Obviously, you picked a team for a reason. I think, is it just, it's just like the wild card in FPL, isn't it? You get unlimited yeah. uh, unlimited transfers, but not unlimited budget. Look, mm-hmm. I suppose every, every situation's different. Um, so obviously, if you've had a bad score in the first week, and you've not got a great team, and you've got a lot of problems in your team, then I would advise playing the wild card. Uh, for me, I won't be because I've got enough confidence in the team I've got um, that I can do a job. But um, I think if the situation permits it, then it's not something I would definitely say no to. But I would advise not playing it if you think that you can get a decent score on um, with the team you've got at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, decent scores aren't much that you'll know about, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll take no, your I word know. for it. And, I know. And why, your team. why are you Shots asking for my advice? Why are you asking for my advice? Don't take my advice. In fact, play your wild card because I've said not to. So play it. It'll probably work yeah. out better for you. Well, he just said again in the comments, he's got 109 points overall, which isn't, you know, not weeks. too bad at all. Across, across, two, across weeks. two weeks. That's not too bad. So I'd, I'd imagine you'd have a decent team. So with that knowledge, I would advise not to play it. Well, if you want to, if you want to listen to Ollie and put your week in jeopardy, Oz Pike, then um, you know that's the the decision that you've got to make. But um, we will move on swiftly to my team now, my limitless chip team for match day two managed to get me fifty six points. So I do apologise, I made a mistake with my words there. Jack is the top overall scorer out of us four here, not not just for this game week. So I um, I apologise for that one, but fifty six points for me. <laughs> I was really happy with the start that I had. Italy, you know, double clean sheets, Donnarumma and Spinazzola. Italy looked really, really good. So, um, you know, hopefully more of the same for them in the night. So, um, you know, that would be really, really nice. And then Varane and Luca Hernandez, unfortunately, weren't able to do anything for me. Um, Luca Hernandez obviously didn't even get the start. So um, that was a little bit disappointing. But Yarmolenko managed to fire as my captain, which I was thrilled about. It was sort of a, a, a risk after giving it to... Um, Insigne on the first day, who uh, who didn't manage to return, gave it to Yarmolenko on the second night and he might, popped up with a goal and an assist, so that was brilliant. And then uh, Kevin De Bruyne was a, a risk player that I brought in just to sort of see if he'd start, just test the waters and, um, you know, he, he managed to, to, to play and goal and an assist is nothing else that you'd expect from him, but... Um, you know, that's absolutely brilliant and it's, you know, definitely helped my week uh, in, in a long, long way. And then unfortunately, the England assets, Kane and Sterling, they both just looked a little bit off the mark. And, you know, Mbappe, Lukaku and Wijnaldum weren't really able to do much else for my team. But, um, no, that was my, my limitless chip, a little bit underwhelming considering, you know, you play a chip and you're, you're hoping for a, a really, really high score. But, um yeah, that's that's all you can do. And I stand corrected oh, oh, again because... Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I was just going to say... Worked. 
it's worth mentioning that um, Ospike ranked 109 in the world with 159 points is being given advice by Ollie Walker Field. <laughs> why? <laughs> see, see, mate, why Ospike? Why? What are you doing asking advice from me? He just wants you're, to be a part of the community. He's actually, he's actually based in uh, Perth as well, Ollie. Well, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, class. But, I, I, you know, I'm thankful that you want to be part of the community. And, you know, that's that's obviously brilliant. But you don't We're need... You don't yeah, you don't we're actually going to get rid of you next week. And, yeah, uh, we're yeah, get him, him on here. On. Get him on here. Who's more qualified to be on here? Um, oh, Spike, if you want to come on next week, mate, yeah, you can 100%. definitely come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah get, you're get more than welcome to us. join us. Yeah, more yeah. than welcome to join us. It would be class getting advice from someone who actually knows what they're on about uh, other than me, <laughs> who obviously doesn't. But, you know, if, you, if you're 109th in the world, you stick with what you've got because you've obviously got a, a brilliant team that's got you in that position. So that actually just makes my job easier just to say, don't play your wild card. Um, and, and by the way, fair play for what I'd call uh, it's 109th overall work. That's crazy. That's like Tom Stone's levels from yeah, uh, be, the FPL um, season, be, if, uh, if if you know. Number one in Australia. He will be as wow. well, won't he, with that. Oh, my yeah, God. With that, with that kind of score, he will be. So, uh, yeah. You'd like yeah, to have your so, yeah. part of the community. Don't, don't take advice from a peasant like me and stick to your guns because <laughs> you're doing incredibly. And uh, Please, don't yeah. Please don't join Thanks our league. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, you definitely don't want you in the in the paid league because um, <laughs> stealing all the money, wouldn't you? But um, you know, we've we've talked about how how bad Oli is as a as a manager this week, and um, you know, that sort of just shows it, doesn't it? Fifty points first week, fifty three. So you're making little baby steps, mate. You know, getting your team a little bit better each week, three extra points, which is um, you know, really good to see a little bit of improvement. But what did you make of your week, uh, lads? This is lads and ladies. This is the guy you're getting the advice from. Just take this, take this into consideration. Um, yeah, I, I thought I had an okay week. I think I was quite unlucky. Like heading into the final night, obviously I had, I was on like forty-five points or something. I just didn't do the maths because I couldn't be bothered. Um, forty-seven, sorry, I will do the maths. Forty-seven points with my entire backline to play. So I was sort of hoping, well, this could be upwards, you know, sixty plus, maybe seventy plus, and I've had a, a really good week. But France and Spain just didn't do anything for me. Um, you know, you look at the defenders like Denzel Dumfries, who's done amazing last two weeks, and it disappoints that I haven't gone with him. Romelu Lukaku, I brought in. Obviously, he was amazing the first week. I brought him into my actual team this week, so I'm hoping that he fires. Chira Mobile, I said this is that this is my one that I'm really happy with, because like I said, someone called me out for for having him as a differential in the in the group chat we've got, and I said he was at eight percent before the start of the tournament, and then everyone's jumped on him. So I'll take some credit for that. Um, Gareth Bale, obviously, that was you, mate. Yeah, you've inspired the world to get Chiro Mobile into your team. You must well, have done. We've we've inspired quite a lot of people if uh, if we're the number one fantasy football podcast in Great Britain. Spot so on. we're getting a fair reach out there. Um, <laughs> but obviously, we I, I had two penalty misses with uh, Malinowski, who I subbed off, and Gareth Bale, who also did very well outside of that. So it could have been so much better, uh, but a definite missed opportunity. Yeah, look, it's you know, it's not a bad week. I think we're being a little bit too harsh on you there, but that's all the that's always the, that's the, all right. The fun, of, the fun of fantasy football, isn't it, mate? But um, you know, as I said last week, a hungry goal, and you know, your week's going to go to absolute crap, isn't it? And that's sort of what has happened. But you know, you, you look at that and you say, imagine if they did keep a clean sheet, you know, what a week it would have been for you. But you know, it's um, as as the Liverpool fan said, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle, but she doesn't, so she's not. So you've got you've got what you've got this week, and you know you've just got to move on with it. But you know it's not a bad score by any uh, stretch of the imagination, and you know it's some good foundations heading into match day three, don't you reckon? Uh, I mean, 
this is obviously the limitless team. So you you want to go back to to the first match week to find my actual team, um, and I'll give you a quick insight into what I'm doing. For some reason, earlier today I've made my transfers. For some reason, I took out Harry Kane, and I don't know why, because I feel like he's going to fire now. Um, I took out Grealish because obviously Southgate doesn't fancy playing him. And I've left in the likes of uh, Owen uh, Wyndahl, who I probably should have taken out for Denzel Dumfries, which would have made more sense. Um, but I wanted Romelu Lukaku in because obviously we know the striker he is. He's you know, a great striker, incredible striker in world football. So I wanted to bring him in. So I brought him in for Harry Kane and I've brought in Emil Forsberg for Jack Grealish because I think he's on form for Sweden. Um, so that's what I've gone with. Um, but that team there, look at it. It looks a shambles, doesn't it? So many problems. Yeah. Bruno... You look at um, Harry Kane, who's there. Uh, Wyndahl, obviously not playing. Grealish, not playing. There's so many issues. Think, um, but um, hopefully, hopefully look, match week should be better. With, look, with Lukaku, Oli, I was thinking about this in my team, when we go going to my team shortly. But um, what do you think he's going to start? Because obviously they've looking good. Belgium six points now. He's, he should he should be rested theoretically. But is he going to be dead set? Do you think? Oh, I hope I hope he starts. <laughs> I hope he's just ruined his day. You've just ruined his day. You know what? I might go back on my advice after that long spiel. I might have to play my wild card this week (laughs) just to save myself because if Romelu Lukaku does not start, Mm. I might. Are they guaranteed first? I think playing Finland, right? And if they lose by a couple, if they lose by a couple of goals, then obviously they'll drop. But other than that, they ain't going anywhere. So you feel like they can, they've got enough of a squad, which we know they have, especially if Hazard and De Bruyne get minutes. Not yeah. you know, just for fitness reasons, more than game, more than actual gameplay. It's um, you, you think they're going to be fine, aren't they? You don't really need Lukaku. But Lukaku doesn't start. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit the podcast. <laughs> well, sorry, right. I've already replaced you anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Probably good we'll decision too as well. <laughs> yeah, really good decision. Really, really good decision. But you know. It, it'd just sum up my season, wouldn't it? It would really just sum up my sum up my tournament if Lukaku doesn't start. But I hopefully, even if he doesn't, I can get. I, I've got people on my bench anyway, so I'll be able maybe, to maybe let's ask anyone who's watching the pod if you think Lukaku Lukaku's going to start or not. Um, maybe we could yeah. maybe we could get a poll up. Oh, um, Ospite, by the way, just was checking the chat. Dropped a second in Australia by a point. Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll do anything to get one over him now, mate. Won't we? <laughs> and I've just realised as well that we'll, we'll move on from Ollie now because we don't want to corrupt any minds with you know bad FPL and Euro fancy knowledge. But um, Ospike's overall rank is more than Ollie's total points for this season. So um, that is a, that is a shambles for me, Ollie, mate. You've got a hundred and three, and he's a hundred and ninth oh, in the world. So um, I just, I just, I just yeah. want to put my head in my hands. It gets bad, but um, it's oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not all bad because if your teams are shambles, then um, you know, this week it's safe to say that you haven't had the best of weeks, have you, Dave? But you know, what what sort of went 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 wrong for you? I guess this week. What what did what went right? Though I think there's more the the questions you should be asking. It's um, look, it's pretty woeful performance. Like I had a pretty decent week last week with sixty seven or whatever it was, and down to thirty seven this week. I changed my captain four times. I went from. Jorginho to Lukaku to Kane and then ended up with Torres, who ended up being my worst one and only scoring a point. Um, so I, that pretty much sums up my week as well. So um, lots of blanks through the midfield, so they really struggled. Um, and, yeah, look, I benched Kane as well. And, look, if Kane's not scoring, then the trophy's not coming home. I think it's as simple as that. Oh, oh, okay. It is, okay. it is wow. coming home. It is coming home. <laughs> Undefeated, um, come on. 
Yeah, yeah I think I'll be. Uh, I think I'll be potentially using my limitless tonight. I haven't used a chip yet um, to try and recoup some of those points, and you know I'll potentially um, load up on sort of some Spain, like Spain and Germany need the points to to make sure they progress, and you know Netherlands are playing North Macedonia, so potentially I might load up on those three teams with the limitless, and yeah, hopefully catch up again. Yeah, but you've got to keep your trusty captain and, you know, man Pau Torres in your team, don't you? Uh, we'll see. He might stay there, but, um, yeah, if they probably... Who are Spain playing, actually, come to think of it? They've got Slovakia, I think. So, hopefully, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they should be able to get a clean sheet there. So, hopefully, he can, uh, he can get that. But, yeah, he won't be the captain, obviously, with a limitless yeah, team anyway. Yeah, well, you know, you never, you never know where the the Euro fancy week's going to take you. You sort of just, you know, you you captain if they blank, you move on, you move on, you keep going until you you somehow manage to get to Pau Torres, I guess. So um, <laughs> that's just that's just the nature of of Euro fantasy, and um, that wraps up how uh, how we perform this week. And um, I'm sure Ollie will be thrilled that we'll be moving on to a different segment. <laughs> So we'll move on now to the guru section by the one and only Matt Day, who is at FPL underscore addicts on Instagram and Twitter. And remember, if you're not in the Discord server, head to www.e-sportslivenow.com.au slash FPL addicts for the link to the Discord server where you can get direct access to the guru and hassle him with all your questions, because that's all he likes to do in life is answer people's questions and give insight to fantasy knowledge. So uh, over to you, Matt. You've got your ones to watch for match day three. You can captain picks and your Kerbal captain. Match day three is ahead of us now and um, you know it's going to be a difficult one with all the rotation that they're expecting. Some teams are qualified, some haven't. So I'm going to try and pick a one to watch uh, slash differential for each night and I'm going to start with first round of games on the first night and I'm going to pick someone from the Italy-Wales fixture. It's going to be Chiesa. It was the man I uh, I spoke about highly of in the uh, in the first round. Hasn't got really too many minutes since, but you know, with Italy winning both of their games and six points, um, I think he's he's going to start, and he's definitely one to uh, to watch as a differential for that first night. Um, I think he's a pretty safe starter for the uh, Italy Wales game, and then going on to the, the night two, um, I'm going to pick someone from Denmark who actually did score in the in this previous round. Uh, it's going to be Paulson, um, the striker. They got Russia. Denmark need to uh, need to get a win. Try and get themselves in that um, running for the uh, the third place spot. Um, I think he's a very good option against a Russia side who's conceded goals in uh, in both their games. I believe or conceded quite a few goals in the first game as well. Um, and then on to the uh, the next night, I'm going to go with uh, Croatian, and and this is one that I recommended to uh, to Jack in the Discord chat, and I got a goal for him as well uh, on the weekend. And I'm going to go for uh, for Perisic against Scotland. Uh, the Inter Milan man you know, scored a great goal against the Czech Republic. Um, and I think he's one that's uh, definitely one to watch. Croatia need three points. They've got to go for it. Um, and he's normally the hero for Croatia. And uh, I think he's definitely one to, to put in your midfield. And then going on to the last night of games, there's quite a few games at night. You've got the Spain fixture. You've got the France fixture. You've got the Germany fixture. Um, and there's, quite a f- there's, there's four to pick from. So it was quite tough. And I've had to look for a side where I think you know, they really need the win um, to, to sort of go through. And I think it's going to be a, a German player. Because even if they, uh, you know, depending on their result this weekend, they still need to get at least a point or 
another three points to, to confirm that top three. I'm going to go for Serge Nabry. Um, you know, it was brilliant against the, uh, the French. Um, you know, really good attacking player, can play on the left or the right. He gets in a lot of goal scoring positions. And they've got Hungary in, in the last game. So I think he's a very good option as a differential and uh, definitely one that you want to look at putting in your teams for that round of fixtures. Um, so we move on now to our captains. And on the first night, um, I'm going to stick with Gieza, who who's the differential I've picked. I'm going to put him as a, as a captain option for round uh, for the first set of games. Uh, and then going on to the second night, um, I'm going to move to a midfielder. Someone who got us a lot of points in uh, in this round. It's going to be Yarmolenko for Ukraine. Uh, they got Austria. Um, they do need to win. They've got three points so far, Ukraine. So they definitely need at least a point, preferably three, for them to to guarantee qualification. So you know you'd expect something big again from Yarmolenko. He's already grabbed a couple of goals and, and got an assist, and he's looking brilliant uh, for Ukraine. So definitely one to, to consider as a captain. And then on to the third night, it's the man I mentioned already against Scotland. It's Perisic. You know, he's usually Croatia's hero, like I said. Um, I think he's great captain shout there. And on to the last night, um, I'm going to go with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, you know, you, you'd expect him to start every game, regardless of you know, how many port- points Portugal have on the board. You know, he loves the goals. He wants the golden boot. Um, and I think Ronaldo, I know it's against the French, um, but, you know, you might see France rotate a few players uh, and Portugal getting a result out of that one. So I really, uh, really like the look of, uh, of Cristiano in that one. And then moving on to, uh, to my curveball. This was a tough one. And this, uh, yeah, this really is a curveball. It's going to be an England player. Um, hasn't actually had any minutes yet for England in, uh, in either game. But you know, everyone wants him to start. Everyone wants him to play. You know, is it a great season at Dortmund? And it's going to be Jaden Sancho as my, uh, as my curveball. I just think you know, the way England played uh, in that Scotland game, um, you know, it was, it was quite defensive. It was you know, pretty, uh, you know, pretty bland. Not, not the best. And I think against the the Czechs, uh, Southgate's going to have to uh, to change it up a bit. We might see someone like Sterling drop out. Um, and I think Sancho will uh, will come in there uh, in that position. Um, you know, potentially coming on on the uh, on the right hand side for Foden maybe. Um, and I think it'd be a really good curveball option if uh, you know if we think he's going to get the start. Um, you know, his goals and assists at, at Dortmund are. Um, you know, pretty good. And uh, I think he'll, he'll deliver the business for England as well. So uh, thanks, guys. That wraps up my uh, my differentials for match day three and my uh, captains. And good luck to uh, all of our community in our free and our paid leagues. Wow, that was quicker than I actually expected. He was a little bit um, short and sweet with it today, wasn't he? So um, fair play to the guru. There's all your insight and all your knowledge that you'll need um you know, heading into to match day three. And that wraps up the, the guru section. And uh, we'll just get into the mini leagues now quickly. And we'll just show you how the uh, the free league first, which has got, as you can see there, if you're looking on screen, 827 members, which is absolutely surreal. So uh, the top 10, you know, top 159 points. So, um, you know, Ollie, that's still blowing you out of the water and most of us, isn't it? So that's absolutely insane. I think I sit around about 100 100th uh, in this league so um, you know it really just shows how competitive it is and and all that but we've got um, FPL underscore spike on first with 159 points Hendra that, in that, second that'd, that'd be that'd be all spike I'd assume <laughs> well, well like to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's put the <laughs> two together he's done it yeah he's got nice. a, great, a great team name in number one that's what you like to see yeah, yeah. well you know top of the league absolutely fair play to him so um, yeah absolutely 
Yeah, and then in third we've got R- Richie Rovers, which you know, I'm not quite sure what his second name is, but I'm assuming his name is Richie there, who's on 153 points. Omar Hani in fourth with 147. Jai in f- joint fourth with 147. Aman in sixth, which is tied with Daim, who are both on 146, just one point behind fourth there. You never walk alone, which is not really something that I want to be saying on the podcast. Um, you know, not being a Liverpool fan, but you know, if you can see the man at the bottom of the screen that we'll get onto in just a minute, he'll be happy with that. He's also in joint sixth. And then we've got Silverback FC in ninth and Deddy Rayadi in tenth on 144 points. And that sort of just shows, you know, just how how um competitive this league is, doesn't it, Ollie? You know, how how high those points are, even for, for everyone on the podcast. I think even the guru's not not really too close to all those point scorers, is he? So that just really shows, you know, how good of a league it is, doesn't it? Yeah, it does it. It's a good league to be a part of, despite the fact that I'll never see it ceiling. Um, you know, it's nice to see that we've got a decent league, competitive league, and you know, it's what we've wanted for a while and we're finally getting it. So uh to all the community out there that, you know, are watching this, thanks for being a part of it and Hopefully uh, you can get yourselves up there. Because I know yeah. I won't. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing that's certain in life is that if you join, you'll probably be ahead of Ollie. So um, that's a little confidence booster for you. But this is, you know, the paid league now and still with the paid league, 37 members in it. So, um, you know, still you're still able to join it. We do it every single week. So you can win 30 Aussie dollars for uh, if you're the top scorer of the match day. But in terms of, of overall, we've got Marco Skokic, who was, uh, you know, the joint manager of the week this week in first. So he's had a really good start. Matt Cowling in second, 139 points. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name in third. But, um, <laughs> that's, um, that's Josh from Werner She wrote, who was in our, paid, in our um, FPL league. Ah, right. Okay, so if you're if you're an FPL watcher as well, you have a little bit of an idea about that. We've had him on as a guest at some point, so um, you can probably make a little bit of a correlation there. And then the Guru's in fourth, sitting nicely. They winks. It's all over. 131 points. We've got Jacob Walden in uh, 127 points, and his team name's Forsberg to Arsenal, please. So um. <laughs> that sounds a little bit desperate. You know, they lost out on uh, Emi Buendia, so he's going for Emil Forsberg now. And then, Jack, you're sitting in sixth, just ahead of me, 125 points. That's um, that's a really good, that's a really you're good not, score. You're quite a surprise, mate. <laughs> no surprise here. You know, you've you've started really well and you're a fancy. Are you happy no, with that or are you hoping to yeah. be a little bit higher? Yeah, listen, I think um, it was a bit difficult with the uh, limitless one just to try and get those differentials out and some of the play the captains not performing. So I would have been a bit higher if they'd performed, obviously. Um, but I had a good first week um, and obviously just missed out on that manager of the uh, week with that one to Matt Cowling. Um, who's still going well with another good score this week. So yeah, in and around the mixer, which is where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, then there's me in joint seventh with uh, with Kieran King on 122 points. So just three points behind Jack there. And then Chicken Tikka Mo Salah, which I believe was your name for the FPL season, wasn't it, Statman Dave? Uh, no, it wasn't mine. I had no, James Gaston. Well. James, James Gaston. It, it still That's is James Gaston. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, of course. Well, yes. Because he's got the blues are going up, which is, uh, which is Birmingham. There's more chance of them going down than up this season, James. <laughs> Um, we'll let him have a little bit of a say on that one if he ever pops on the podcast again at some point. And then rounding out the top 10, we've got Theo09 uh, on 121 points, which is joint with James Gasden. So as you can see, you know, the leagues are really competitive and, um, you know, they're really sort of shaping up now, separating the uh, the rubbish from the good as, as Ollie sort of just drops further and further right, down where, the league. Where, and... where am I in this? Where am I in this? Let's, let's waste we'll a little bit. 
This is just the yeah. free league. If if we did the uh, the the paid oh, league, sorry, if we did the free league, we'd be scrolling for ages. Ollie sits in joint twenty first. Hundred and three points. I should quit. <laughs> Probably uh, save a lot of ears from having to listen to you blabber on each week about who you think is going to be good and you know save their fantasy teams as well. But um, yeah, definitely join the leagues and everything like that. The uh, the code for the free league, I'll just point it out quickly, is four five K Z E seven Y N zero seven. So uh, get involved in that. And if you're interested in joining the uh, the paid league as well, obviously you're not going to be at a disadvantage because it's done by every single game week. Um, so, uh, yeah, get involved in that as well. Head to Esports Live or uh, message them on Instagram or Twitter for the information there. But we will move on now and we'll uh, we'll introduce our, our sort of guest for the podcast today. He's probably more of a regular than a guest. We, uh, we've got Chris Reed back on. So how are you doing, mate? Hi, Elliot. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not doing too bad, thank you. Um, obviously, uh, all, the, all the England hype's over now, you know, after that Scott poor performance <laughs> against Scotland. You know, people were expecting big things. Um yeah, I'm doing okay. Still loving the um, the Euros. So especially after yesterday's games, I think apart from the the, the Spain Poland game, we had the absolute crack of a game between uh, Portugal and Germany. So yeah, loving it, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And you sit 16th in the uh, the paid league, so you're ahead of Ollie. So that's all that really matters. But um, we'll get onto your team and how you went for match day two. You got 48 points. So um, what did you sort of make of your week this week? Oh, I mean below par. Really, you want to be hitting. 50 plus don't you you know what i mean it is it is a bit below than what what i, what I wanted kind of thing um but looking back now with hindsight which i think a lot of fancy managers have, have now got after that match day two um should i have played that limitless chip maybe maybe not um because you know a lot of us expected the likes of france to keep a clean sheet and you know belgium and certain players like mbappe kane and Lukaku to score and, and hit and it just didn't obviously happen so um, it was definitely a, a round for for a lot of managers for the thinking cap if you like you know people had Yarmolenko and these sort of players and they took a gamble and it paid off for them so for me personally like I say it's a bit below par um, but I'm looking to come back stronger hopefully for match day three. Yeah, and you're a little bit disappointed with Kylian Mbappe. We've obviously talked a lot about him and how you know he's he's been a little bit underwhelming in this competition so far. He's looked pretty decent, but in terms of fantasy, you know, he's not got the, the goals or the assists. So you're a little bit disheartened with with him so far. Um, I wouldn't say disheartened. Obviously, you want to see the points on the board, and that's all that matters. Uh, I wouldn't say disheartened because he's he's still in the mix. You know, that first game against Germany, he could have had two goals, he could have had an assist. You know, and obviously VAR played a part in that. Um, I didn't. I didn't actually catch much of the the, the, the France Hungary game. I didn't see much of that, so I wasn't sure if he, you know, if he had any chances and, and stuff like that. But um, as somebody alluded to on the pod before, um, you know, I wouldn't forget about it completely. I think it was Ollie, um, but I would obviously look at some of the choices. You've just you've just got to work out who's going to start in match day three and things like that. And if you maybe want him going into the knockout stages, if France make it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you don't want to be taking any advice from Ollie, but we've we've got a comment from the guru who, unfortunately, as we said, can't be with us tonight. And he says, back to the, the Lukaku comment that Jack sort of scared Ollie a little bit with. He says, Mertens could possibly be a better option this game week uh, than Lukaku, which is fair enough. So maybe that's one that's worth looking at, Ollie. And if you, if you play wildcard, will you maybe look to, to make that change? I won't play it. I'll own my mistake. Okay. There you go. Well... That's that's absolutely fair enough. I, and... I, I love how I'm calling it a mistake before before the team's even been selected. Roberto Martinez could 
do a bit of a masterclass and start Lukaku and we're all loving life. But honestly, this Euro, this Euro fancy's gone down the pan. Get me back to FPL, please. Well, it wasn't wasn't too great for FPL either, mate, was it? So um, just need a little bit, a little bit of an escape, the little two two week period or whatever, maybe uh, before before football's truly back. But by then we'll be making our fantasy teams and be back doing that. So um, that'll be brilliant as well. And um, yeah, that's that's not a bad week from you, Reedy. Forty eight points. So um, you you mentioned are you gonna play, maybe play your limitless this week, or are you thinking transfers or wild cards? What what are you sort of shaping up to do? Well, it is interesting. Ooh, uh, it I'm sounds noticed. exciting. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I've noticed a few of you guys. Uh, you've discussed about you know using your wild cards, and you know I don't think many. Was there any of you guys who didn't use your limitless, or did everyone use it? Or no? I haven't used one yet. I haven't used. Yeah, Statman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, fair play to Statman. I mean, I don't know how he how he's sitting in the league at the minute, but he's got obviously those chips in his back pocket, and I would say. People looking to use their wild cards, don't forget match day three now is approaching and, you know, you want to put players in there that you potentially could see, um, you know, later on in the tournament. Um, you've got that difficulty there of who's going to be selected now, who needs to still, you know, qualify and whatnot. Uh, but you have also then got the round of 16 where you can make unlimited transfers. So if you are going to play your wild card, you've then got to bear in mind you do have then another sort of selection there like almost a free free chip if you like even though it's not mm-hmm. um, and you can then change your team up again so you've got to almost weigh up is it worth using that wild card um, for this for this match day three or is it worth maybe saving that and storing that for one of the later rounds where you can put as many uh, I know I know the, the selection of certain players for teams do increase anyway um, but is there going to be then that wild card there that are going to make the difference for you to be able to you know get points over over your um, fancy rivals. So it's a big bit. Of, it's a big headache to have. Really, it's not as straightforward as what people might think. Oh yeah, let's use the the wild card. People might want to do that because the team's not as good from the first match day. You know, they didn't select who they maybe wanted, or maybe they're not going to play. So it's it's a, it's a tricky one, guys. Yeah, it's definitely so going to be. What are you going to do, Reedy? I'm keeping the cards close to the chest, aren't I? Listen, listen, we can't be giving the game away early days. Listen, but... The podcast is all about sharing, Reedy. So what are you going to do? All right. Oh, all right, all right. He's got me there. To be fair, boys, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it personally. I'm just going to use my transfers, and I'm going to stick stick with what I've got. Um, that's my option. Um, I want to save that wild card. I don't see the point personally in using it if you do do have the option then. In the match, in the sorry round of sixteen, to be able to change your team completely, anyway. Uh, so that's that's how I look at it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's a, a fair evaluation of it. I think most of us will probably be the same, you know, sort of being a little bit more conservative with it and just sort of sticking with it and seeing how it, it will end up going. But um, that does wrap up the podcast for uh, the, the review of match day two and the preview of match day three. The deadline is fast approaching. It's about five or so hours from when we're recording this so it's 2 a.m australia time and that'll be 5 5 p.m over over in england if i'm not mistaken so um yeah it's 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 nearly here and you've got to get your transfers in because the quick turnovers and you know your captain swaps and your substitutions don't forget to make them because i know a few people that have forgotten to do them because you've got to be looking at it every day checking it all the time but um you know just a reminder to join over the the 800 plus members which are now in our mini leagues and free leagues and um the code was mentioned before and shown on screen i won't uh, say it again but what i will say is that um 
before match day four is the uh, the last opportunity to join the league. Is that just for the paid league, Jack, or is that for the free league as well? That's just for the paid league, um, L, just so everyone's locked in then. And um, obviously, you can still join that now, but the free one you can join at any time. Um, well, obviously, I think there is. I think there is a cut off that just does does happen with UEFA anyway uh, on their on their app. So um, yeah, you can still join. Come join the community. We've got a great Discord community on there. Um, obviously, adding all our nonsense advice on there as well uh, and tips. But um, and being as sharing as we can in that right, Reedy, um, with all your advice and your opinions. Um, and yeah, we do get some good takeaways out of that. And I hope everyone gets because some good takeaways from the from the podcast as well. Yeah, and absolutely. And just before we go, we've got another Ozpike comment, which probably would feel a little bit rude to not mention, considering is we are in the presence of the uh, second ranked in Australia and 109th ranked uh, Eurofantasy member in the world. So he says he reckons the wild card has more value now. It's less games and less points available than later rounds. And you know that's a fair assumption as well. I can definitely see both sides of the coin and why you'd want to play it and why you wouldn't, why you'd want to save yeah. it. So um, yeah, it sort of just depends on what your preference is, doesn't it? Yeah, I think on but from what we were discussing just before we went live on the pod, uh, we were talking about maybe using the wild card, maybe at that quarterfinal stage. Obviously, you get the round of sixteen, then you lose your eight teams in there, uh, and then you've got a bit of an idea of potentially who's going to kind of carry on to the next rounds. With um, obviously, I think like three, three transfers in the quarterfinals or five in the semi and final, the grand final. Um, so I think it's kind of a good time around that quarterfinal one, in my, in my opinion, on that one. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what other obviously. Ollie, if obviously you're going to use yours now, aren't you? Because you're going to overhaul your team after this podcast. And um... I don't even know what I'm going to do anymore, mate. I'm just, I'm, I don't even know. <laughs> he's going to curl up in a ball and he's going to cry and he's going to go to sleep. I'm just <laughs> going to go. Just going to go to a comment there. I think obviously someone's accused me of cheating here. I don't, I don't, I don't run the UEFA Fantasy Podcast uh, app or anything, so I can't obviously cheat on there. I think that's a, one of our my Italian friends, Luca, who's um, yeah, just hiding behind a comment there behind the keyboard. Um, but no, Luca, um, I haven't used a wild card. I've used my limitless and two transfers. Oh, I don't even know what he's on about. I think he's calling you a little bit trigger happy, mate. Saying you like to play your chips and your transfers, <laughs> and you know you, you're getting up the league, so they're they're envious of you, and you know I think, they want to be. I think, be I think he's been maybe talking to uh, Rolando uh, Elliot, so uh, you know, <laughs> mate, if, I, if I had a little chat with him. <laughs> Possibly, mate. We'll, we'll never know. But, um, yeah, you just have to find out how we do in match day three on the uh, the review show, which will probably be in about a couple of days' time now when, when match day three has concluded. But best of luck for match day three. May all your, your Euro fantasy dreams come true and uh, take care. Stay safe. Goodbye for now.